0: The Devil's Advocates Radio Show is broadcast under a time brokerage agreement between Devil Radio and Civic Media Inc. Some portions of this program may be pre-recorded. Now live from the Civic Media Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning. Welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Friends, proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. And now here's your hosts, Dom and Coots. Welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God, Dom,
1: we've got a verdict. Happy Verdict Friday to you, Crudy Nate, work on the board. Thank you, sir, our fair audience. Happy Friday. We made it. Yes. The breaking news right now, right now, a verdict has been reached in the Donald Trump defamation, E.G. Carroll fight, and here's how it breaks down, Crudy. $7.3 million for compensatory damages, $11 million to restore her reputation, and $65 million in punitive damages for defamatory statements made against Carroll for a grand total of $83.3 million. Oh. Damn! The jury Damn. dropped the hammer! They dropped the oh. hammer,
0: I tell you, Dom. Now, this is still below the threshold of enormous that I had hoped for, the the Rudy Giuliani line, that, that Mendoza line of, nearly 200 million dollars what 148 million i think the precise number i said is a threshold but i gotta tell you dom 83.3 million this one's gonna sting
1: it's gonna sting well, and let's think about that for a minute uh that was what that was the rudy giuliani case against the georgia the two georgia election workers right there's two people there so if there's two correct, right right so it's like 70 million each this 83.3 or, E.J. Carroll, a singular don't. person. Yeah, man. yeah so, so it's I actually see. more per. Damn, Yeah, 74 will show million up? per to
0: $83.3 million. That's a lot of dumb. And we'll get a suspect. Shut him up, though? Well, I doubt it. And I suspect he'll come bursting out of the courtroom any minute. We got Nate monitoring just in case Trump comes out. Just in case. We'll let you know if he speaks live. <laughs> We'll decide if he merits any more airtime, Dom, because you know, we would hate to sp- spread defamatory information. How can you how can you predict what this man might say on the airwaves?
1: Right. Like cover that dump button. Uh so I'm sure Trump will be losing his mind. Uh the other thing, Cody, we talked about uh because he was already tonight, <laughs> You think you think? Uh, e. Jean Carroll was already awarded, what, last year, like $5 million. And we talked about this uh, a few months ago, and we reviewed it again, CNN reporting uh, back from earlier this year, that e. Jean Carroll's, uh, uh, that Trump transferred like $5.5 5 million to a court-controlled account in a step towards satisfying the judgment in the original defamation lawsuit. Now, according to CNN, uh, that money will stay there. The, uh, she would not have access to those funds until after all appeals including potentially to the U.S. Supreme Court, are satisfied. So while uh, she was awarded, you know, $5 million, she hasn't been able to cash that check yet, and another $83.3 million presumably will follow a similar path, right, going to some sort of escrow account. But he's still going to have to come up with it, man. You can't, you can't just give her a, a post-dated third-party out-of-state check and say, hey, here you go, you know, he cashed it in three years. Uh, he'll still have to liquidate something, and presumably he'd have to get, what, permission from the person overseeing his failing empire uh, in order to do so because of the fraud case, which we maybe will find out next week, uh, what he's got to pay to the state of New York for his continued fraud. That could be up to another 300 plus million dollars at some point. It seems like it's going to be a lot of money. You think there's going to be a fire sale
0: down at Mar-a-Lago, some liquidations (laughs) going on, Uh, Dom, a little bit of sad news. According to the Washington post, Trump, although he attended multiple days of this trial, was not in the court Friday afternoon when the jury's verdict was read, you know he would have lost his marbles right then and there, time. You know somewhere he is throwing stuff, he is breaking stuff. I would not want to be the guy bringing him the Diet Cokes and the ketchup right now. (laughs) Right.
1: Don't want to be the coffee boy today.
0: You know who else is having potentially a bad day, Dom? And we are the grievances. You can tell us. If you're having a bad day, tell us about it right here on the Devil's Advocates Radio Show at 844-967-2789. I hear that Alina Haba, the attorney, also having a bit (laughs) of a bad day. The judge literally threatening to throw her ass in jail for interrupting uh, here is as the Hill reports it a little bit. Um, U.S. District Judge Louis Kaplan, the federal judge overseeing former Trump's defamation trial brought by columnist E. Jean Carroll, threatened to send Trump's attorney Alina Habba to jail after she interrupted him, him, the judge, during Friday's proceedings. When the judge is threatening to throw your lawyer in jail and it's a civil <laughs> proceeding, uh, she's fired, your honor. I mean, I might be moving on from counsel. You are on (laughs) the verge, spending some time in the lockup. Now sit down, Kaplan told (laughs) Haba during closing arguments. The moment came minutes after Friday's proceedings began and took place. Just before the jury entered the room for the day, the parties were arguing over a slide Trump's team wanted to show as part of their presentation that Carol did not prove a casual link between Trump's uh, denials he sexually assaulted the columnist and the emotional and reputational harm. She says she suffered much of Habba's arguments focused on what she described as the five-hour gap between when Carol's accusations surfaced in 2019 and when Trump issued his first statement ruled defamatory in the case. The slide included an array of tweets purportedly sent to Carol, attacking her before Trump's statement went out. An attempt to show that the later threats the columnists receive were couldn't be attributable to the then-president's later comments because he was already threatening her, Dom. The slide right. does, Dom, the slide did not visibly show the tweet's substance, but Kaplan did not allow it to be shown because, uh, because the tweets had not been entered into evidence. You know, our pal oh, James Santel. I, I didn't know you had to do that. Our pal James Santel late into the night messaging us, and he's going to talk about this on his big show tomorrow morning, whatever they're calling it, assume it's the morning cannolis with Jim Santel, uh, nine to eleven on the Civic Media Empire. Uh, but he might do some dramatic reading from the court transcript from yesterday. He said, literally, his fifteen-year-olds that he teaches for, like, you know, law, uh, you know, the the school projects. The kids know <laughs> you got to enter the evidence into the record. You have to ask the court to. Acknowledged, Exhibit A into the record, and you know you have to
1: give. Come on, man! I've seen it in every every sport, movie, drama ever on TV. Are you kidding me, Alina? It's Hava? right after. No.
0: It's right after you have the right to remain
1: silent. <laughs> right. Again, you are on the verge of spending some time in the lockup. Now sit down, Kaplan told Haba. And again, well, the jury coming back today: eighty-three point three million dollar. Monetary judgment against Donald Trump: 7.3 million for compensatory damages, 11 million to restore her reputation, and 65 million in punitive damages. And I guarantee you, Donald Trump has learned his lesson and will keep his mouth shut from now on. Right?
0: Right? I wonder if that that's action? no, not at all. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not sure how you react. You would respond, though. You would think. That's sort of a burn. You know, I know he's gonna go do a simmer over a cauldron somewhere in South Florida this weekend, Dom. But but you gotta think eighty three million, you gotta think he's learned some modicum of a lesson question, Mark. I mean that's gotta hurt. If that doesn't shut him up, this man has to be thrown in jail for his own good.
1: <laughs> I, I don't I don't think it, it is in his capabilities to "Quote unquote," learn a lesson, and the only way that he'll he'll you know keep his mouth shut if he keeps getting dinged. I mean, the last one was what five million. Now it's up to eighty three million. I mean, do that math. What what what's the multiple next time? Because there will be. I would predict a next time. Donald Trump cannot help himself. He can't he can't be on the losing end of a judgment. I mean, five million did, did didn't do it. What, what makes you think eighty three point three million will do it? Well, that's a
0: substantially larger number. That's like twenty times as big, them at least, you know, 15, 16 times as big. Uh, I'm not saying the man will ever shut up and stop defaming this woman, but, but I I bet I bet he's at least quieter for an hour, an <laughs> hour. It shut him it shut him down for an hour. He's he's got to react for an hour. I mean, uh, one would think. At least an hour or two of this man's life. He he has taken a tremendous body blow, and he's got to respond to it, Dom. But, you know, I think he's going to need a couple of hours to rally the troops. A couple more Big Macs, Dom. I don't don't know how one responds to an $83.3 million judgment against one, and I don't care if one claims to be a billionaire or not. That's a lot of jing. You That's could a buy a money. golf course for that kind of money, Dom. But <laughs>
1: right. well, certainly, you could not so, buy his thirty thousand square foot penthouse, could you?
0: Well, not if it was thirty thousand square feet. Uh, Dom, <laughs> uh, did did you mention the Bannon on the air or before we came on the air? Because he is another guy having a bad deal, bad day. Steve Bannon. All oh, right. CIA.
1: Yes. Yeah. We, we talked about that previously. And I, just, I have to dig it up. Uh, I found some link from the Drudge Report about Bannon being concerned because Bannon now, uh, Steve Bannon, uh, pardoned once by Donald Trump. You know, he did this whole uh, border thing. Uh, you know, you know, you know how the grift, man. You know, hey, you know, give us money, we're gonna build the wall, and then of course put that money in their pocket. Uh, my understanding, uh, I think it was the New York Post reporting. Uh, Alvin Bragg is still going after him on state charges. So, although Donald Trump, you know, pardoned him on a federal level, uh, the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, is going after him. Uh, and that trial apparently is supposed to start in May. In May, I mean, Mega has a lot of legal headwinds to address. Uh, and Nikki Haley, you know, the other the other Republican in the race, well, she's taking full advantage of this as well. Maybe we'll get to some of that later.
0: You know, Steve Pannon, he is only out of prison currently on appeal, right? Because he was also convicted and sentenced to four months in prison. And I don't mean yes. for the pardon defense. I mean for contempt of Congress.
1: <laughs> How like dare the guy you? Right.
0: Peter Navarro, they got
1: equal uh, sentences. You know, this, these are the leaders of the mega movement. We are the leaders of the radio. Come back with us. 844- Advocates.
2: Rock and roll political commentary in a top 40 world. Don't want to be
1: an American idiot. And hey, we are back from the 420 break. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Happy Friday to us all. Join us on the lines 844-967-2789. Dominic, you mentioned Nikki Haley. I happen to be on
0: her campaign email list and I just got this one last couple hours. Nikki Haley for president sends me Donald Trump's unhinged week, and that's before he responds to an eighty-three point three million dollar verdict to the E Jean Carroll defamation suit. Uh, but here's what she writes today: You know, understanding it's a moving target. Over the past week, Donald Trump's chaotic streak was in full view. First. He threw a temper tantrum on national TV after underperforming predictions in New Hampshire. Then, he was besieged with articles about his growing confusion and missteps. I'm an old man. Then I'm confused. <laughs> he threatened that Haley's supporters would be permanently banned from the mega camp. Then, Haley raised 1 million dollars from grassroots supporters. Thanks to Trump's unhinged threat. Then Trump tried to strong arm the RNC into confronting him only to face a wave of backlash and outrage. And then Haley raised another $1.6 million, including selling 6,500 banned permanently T-shirts. Oh, and one more thing. Trump spent two days in court and had to cancel a campaign event. And now we've got a verdict, but they, again, issued this a couple hours ago before they knew there would be an early Friday verdict, Tom. Donald Trump's week is just a small taste of what the next nine months might be like if he were to win the nomination. From growing confusion to unhinged ramps to swampy threats, Trump is submitting (laughs) his status as the one candidate who will lose to Joe Biden. It's no wonder Democrats can't conceal their joy over running against Trump. No, I got to admit, today, I I can hardly conceal my joy. (laughs) So this came to me from the Nikki Haley for President campaign. And, you know, Dom, they did quote multiple sources. They've included links to all the articles. So, you know, they support with the journalism and the opinion pieces, if you will, Dom.
1: Wow. Nikki Haley seems to be taking advantage of this situation quite well. I got to be honest, you know, I mean, she's she's pointing out, she's not being like overly Trumpian about it. You know how Trump is, right? She's not engaging in that very particular behavior, but she's pointing out, and I think to uh, very well and efficiently, you know, the downfalls of a guy like Donald Trump and his activities and his his mindset and his actions and what we're in for. It's not just Nikki Haley, Crudy. Also, it gets worse for Trump. Wall Street Journal editorial board hits Trump over the border deal and the mega purge. Um, I'm looking at the Hill piece, but it wasn't the Wall Street Journal. I reviewed that earlier. Uh, Trump made a threat, as we know, we talked about Haley selling T-shirts about it, saying anyone who contributes to the former United Nations ambassador would be, quote, permanently barred from the mega camp. The Wall Street Journal said if Trump and his allies spend the coming months trying to purify the GOP of everyone who won't kiss his ring, It will be a high act of self-sabotage. Ooh, ouch. It will also be a good reason to vote for someone else, the Wall Street Journal editorial board wrote. The editorial on the border deal goes after the former president for his antagonism towards a possible deal in Ukraine aid and border security reform in Congress. Cody, today there, Tom Tillis, a Republican senator, is coming out saying it's immoral for people to try to put this thing on the side just so maybe it will help Donald Trump. They want to do something to get bipartisan support and co- and in the Senate to address the migration issues in this country. And the Republicans don't want to touch it because now, well, oh, we got to use that later for political reasons. Now, here's what the Wall Street Journal editorial board says about that. Mr. Trump may imagine he can strike his own border deal if he wins, but that's highly unlikely. Democrats are willing to discuss asylum and parole changes now because President Biden and Democrats are suffering in the polls. From an ugly scene, uh, from the ugly scenes on television. If Mr. Trump returns to Washington, the left will revert to its factory settings of opposing all Trump priorities. Especially if Mr. Trump sabotages a bipartisan deal now. The Wall Street Journal. Nikki Haley, of course. This is his competition uh, for the presidency in the Republican Party. Sure, I'm sure she's going after him. Uh, Tom Tillis. You now Mitt Romney talking about these border deals. These are Republicans again. On all those folks that say, "Oh, you." You lefties and you Democrats and you this, you that. You're just ragging on the guy. No, man. I'm telling you what other Republicans are saying. That's what they're saying about their own. Rudy, the Republican Party's in disarray.
0: Well, I would draw some distinction, Dom. I don't think they're entirely their own. And here's what I mean. I think right now, at this time in history, it is Americans and I'm throwing us in this column, Dom. we're the Americans, we're the real patriots. And I would throw the Nikki Haley's in and I would throw the Johnson new news in and I would throw up anyone right now that's out there trying to protect democracy. I would throw them in the Americans column. And I don't care if there's an R or a D or an I behind their name or no party affiliation whatsoever. But we're the Americans and we're trying to preserve our democracy. And then there are the MAGA Republicans. And I would say, of course, Donald Trump is the is the Cheeto Messiah of the MAGA Republican movement. But, Don, this is greater than Donald Trump. This opposition, this willingness to give over to authoritarianism. So I think there is a clear us and them. And here's the us, Americans, that care about our Constitution, that care about our democracy, And to them is the MAGA Republicans, those that would throw it overboard for a strongman leader, because right now it's becoming so obvious to the country and we're at an inflection point. We truly are. I mean, it's, it's at the very end of the Nikki Haley run. If you believe these Republicans, right, they're, they're ready to sell out their entire party and. Anoint Trump their nominee two states in, mostly because Donald Trump said, do it for me, and then came out and publicly rejected the idea. So he could seem like the better man than his own (laughs) stupid idea, right? (laughs) Right. But right now, right now, because this is just trying to rig the election for who? Donald Trump, of course, trying to rig the party outcome, the primary to his own benefit, the very thing he would claim others would do. But right now, it's us against them. It's Americans of character, of constitutional character, of small-D democracy character, and I don't care. I think it is a tough time for us to all come together because I'm going to vote for Joe Biden, and some are going to go vote for Nikki Haley, and some are going to go conscientiously vote third party or do whatever they have to do, but I think all of us currently should stand in opposition to MAGA republicanism. You know, even the Green Day guys the other night, you know, I don't want to be a MAGA idiot. Don't be that. Join us. Be Americans. Stand up for what's right. You can no longer, in the face of these judgments, these verdicts, guy's about to lose his corporation next week, and then he's going to lose his freaking mind when he's convicted on the actual criminal charges. But you can't sign up for that any longer. You can't say this is a witch hunt. You hear him. He continues to defame this woman publicly. He'll do it again tonight, probably. Come back. We are the devil's advocates. We don't defame anyone. We always get it right. Or we correct the record. Because the truth matters to real Americans of character. And I know you're one. So join us on the airwaves. 844 Don't be some bag of Republican idiot.
2: the devil's advocates never personal
1: only politics
0: welcome back to the devil's advocates radio show thank god it is friday we air the grievances up here on the fridays 844-967-2789 sorry to get all ranty on you dom but
1: oh man i thought it was it was very well spoken man I, i i totally appreciate what you're saying man absolutely but I think it it's hard right now, and we're going to get to the
0: callers in just a moment. Just give me one more second. Um, it's hard, though, because we all want the same thing. We all want America. And then there are the MAGA Republicans. And I, I definitely think the Republican Party is in disarray. But I think it's because there is this chasm between those that would support that, that would see the, the truth right in front of their faces and would say, Yeah, that's my kind of guy. And the rest of us, and I would like to call the rest of us Americans, Tom, because that's what we are. We're the real Americans. We're the ones trying to preserve the democracy and the Constitution and the peaceful transfer of the power. Here we are. Join us. Join us. Be part of the bigger club. 844-967-2789.
1: Uh, let's get to the lines. Thank you. Happy Friday, callers. Lisa from Racine, you're first. Welcome. What do you got for us today? Hi. Good
3: morning, guys. Uh, or good afternoon. Sorry, it's been a long week. Um,
0: <laughs> Lisa. Uh what I, Yes, this is Lisa. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. yes go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Okay.
3: Sorry. 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 Okay. So. Um, you know getting back to the area of grievances and yes i'm an american and yes i'm a happy one today um seeing what uh happened in the news today but then i live in a community where i go in to see uh, what's it all about in the recall of us and you know the only reason they want to recall him is because he's not mega enough for them so there's a lot of work to still be done there's a lot of people to still talk to and we have to make sure that trump does not
4: become
3: president in
0: 2024. Have I absolutely agree. You are one of the true Americans. Thank you for joining <laughs> us today. I, I put her in that. the Americans column. <laughs> if you believe in democracy, if you believe that Donald Trump is the greatest threat, and those that would support him because he can't do it alone, he cannot do it alone. And I oh, mean, yes, just,
1: lots of enablers and even the enablers that were with him, you know, right when he was in the White House, all the Republicans, all the conservatives that came out and spoke and warned uh, the rest of the world after the fact. OK, a little less brave, perhaps but at least they were forthcoming after they were out uh, from uh, under under his fist. Right. Oh, I mean, who who has worked with Donald Trump in that White House and said, oh, yeah, he's great. He, we, we, he definitely needs to be back in power. Does anybody besides like Steve Bannon? And, and some of those folks I mean any of no one the- that no one without a pardon from the old man to his <laughs> record right
0: Mike Flynn, Steve Bannon yeah if they got a pardon behind their name they probably like the guy eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine how you feeling happy Friday who's next
1: uh Joseph from DeForest you're up welcome Joseph what do you got for us
0: hey Joseph hey I got a
1: Hey,
2: I've got a grievance. I I heard a guy the other day on your show talking about how he was a double vet, right? So um, I I have a little bit of a problem with that. These guys that are always needing people to say, oh, you know, thank me for my service. I'm so great I was in the service. Now, Mike, you know this. You were in the service. I was in the service. There are a lot of really dumb people in the service, and just because you were in the service doesn't mean that you – did anything great. It doesn't mean you're smarter. It doesn't mean you're an expert in anything. And I think people need to understand that. Now, that guy didn't want to didn't want to uh, support Trump. And I'm here to tell you that I'm going to vote for Trump in the next election. And you should, too. You want to know why? And Why is that? so? Tough? Because Trump is the best way for us to win in the general. We don't want Nikki Haley up there. She might win. She might actually beat Joe Biden. We don't want that. We want so somebody who Joe Biden can
0: absolutely beat. You're going to go yeah, and vote in the primary, April second, the Wisconsin yeah. primary. You're going to vote for Trump, yeah. because you want to you want to poison the well.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. It's totally strategic.
0: Let me you ask look you a at question. With yeah, sure. Let me ask you a question. If Nikki Haley somehow became the president, because first you would have to win the nomination. I don't think that's going to happen. But playing hypotheticals with Crudy on a Friday, little devil's advocate tree, what if Nikki Haley was the nominee and it was Nikki against Joe Biden and Nikki Haley won? Would you be threatening to move to Canada? Would you be concerned that Nikki Haley was going to end democracy?
2: I, yes, I would be concerned that her policies are going to be as bad as Trump's were because she was behind him 100%. There's nothing different policy-wise that any of these Republicans would do. There's, a, there's an old German saying, if, if, uh, if you're at a table with four people and a known and a Nazi walks up and sits down to the table and nobody ejects them, you've got a table of five Nazis. These people have not been keeping the fascists out of
0: the GOP They're all in it together. Hmm. Well, I don't hold entirely all the same opinions, but I certainly appreciate yours, man. Any other thoughts before we let you go? Um, Yeah. Another
2: thing about, about vets, if you're a veteran and you complain about taxes and you don't want to pay taxes and all that, you're not a patriot. The government has done, the United States government has done a lot for me. I've made a lot of money because of my time in the service. And I should pay the government back. And I'm happy to do it. I'm proud to do it. I am proud to pay my taxes because I love my country, and I'm a patriot.
0: Well, I like to think I'm a patriotic American, too, but I don't love paying them. I grudgingly (laughs) pay them, but I don't love it. But, you know, I get it. I get why we pay our taxes. Joseph, thanks for listening to the, some say, the greatest radio show ever. Glad you were a part today. 844 nine six seven two seven eight nine i understand this sentiment why all republicans think that tax cuts are the solve to solve all wounds you know whatever's wrong with america a tax cut will solve it that's what they think and we all love a tax cut i love a tax cut i'm just like the next guy i'm self-serving i want to keep more
1: of my own money you know you can you can do everything you can to minimize your tax burden your legal tax burden that's fine play Whatever is allowed legally, certainly. I, I mean I, I get that. Um, you don't even know
0: either. what a write-off
1: is. But to say but 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 to to say that a tax cut is 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 all we need and we just need more of it. I mean literally they say, well, if we t- cut taxes, revenue to the you know the treasury will go up. You know, no, that, that's not how it works. And the Republicans over the last since my in my lifetime, from Reagan to now, have added tens of trillions of dollars to our debt. Because they do the tax cuts and the expenses still stay the same. So what do we do? We got to borrow money. That's what we do. We borrow the money, borrow the money, borrow the money. Because everyone has a standard. We have a standard of living. We have a standard of what we want. We have infrastructure. We talked about this yesterday. We need to invest. We need to do those things. Uh, And it takes money to do that. And when you give tax breaks to the billionaires and the super wealthy to the degree that we are, we're, we're we're funding, we're underfunded by trillions of dollars. That's very short-sighted. You, you know who, who gave that economics
0: lesson today? Very similar to what you're trying to do right now, Tom. Janet Who's Yellen that? in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. She said, how's the trickle-down economics working out? Right. You know, tax cuts for rich people was the policy of the last president. Investment in infrastructure In human resources, that's the policy of the current administration. And she was also in Wisconsin delivering some bacon today, Dom. We're going to love us some bacon here in Wisconsin, you know, because we're a swing state, Dom. And while they're, you know, trying to ban abortions and work out a way to give you another tax cut, you know, the, the Democrats are actually making investments in our nation. You know, contrast. I would put them in the true Americans column with myself, of course, other of course. veterans, and we'll let you in for now. 847-967-2789.
1: Right. <laughs> Let's keep going on the lines. Dick from Madison, you're up. Welcome, Dick. What do you got today? Hey, Dick. Yeah, but the, the
5: tax cuts they want to give are to corporate. And, and, and rich and, people. And doesn't work. And, and the hard-working and, and and
0: job creators.
5: And Biden parsed it perfectly yesterday when he said, would you like 8% as opposed to twenty twenty two? 22? But, um, Kurt, are you ready to join Domini and this guy will not be the nominee? But your last caller, no. I agree with a lot of what he said, that um, it's scary if somebody else, because the bedwetting Democrats are... You know, oh, oh, you know, you know what I'm saying about Biden. So what if it is somebody different?
0: Well, let Are me you ask gonna... you, wait, Here, here's the question, though. Um, if Mitt Romney okay. had been elected president of the United States, dude, would you have threatened to move to Canada? Lost your mind? No. no, no. I mean, he's just he's no. just, you know, a tax cut Republican, right? He just he just and
5: he's just somebody I disagree with philosophically on. Numerous things,
0: but no. N- hell no. But And even the question of Nikki Haley and her policy choices, you know, same bad choices as every other Republican. Uh but they have the same limitations as every presidency, which is probably an oppositional Congress and you know, a courts and whatever else. It's always an uphill bail to implement policy. But I wouldn't lose my mind. A lot of the people I talk to out there in the world, it's not fear of the Republicans. I'm not fearful of Republican policies. I'll go argue my advocacies against theirs. I'm fearful of fascists. That's what scares me. That's what keeps me up here in the Northwoods. You know, that is what scares me, Dick. And Nikki Haley doesn't scare me in the same way. She doesn't pose the same threat to democracy. She just lines up bad policy like every other Republican. No, no, I got it wrong, or no, she's not as scary
1: as let's say Trump. Oh, well, yeah, we lost Dick. Thank you, Dick. Appreciate the call, man. We'll keep going on the lines. A few minutes left in this segment, Mark from Muscaday, 844 967 2789. Welcome, Mark. What are your thoughts today?
0: Hey, Mark,
6: yeah, this is uh, how are you guys doing? Good, good. Just in reference to, uh, you're talking Nikki Haley here, and uh, she was part of the U.N., and she was ambassador to the U.N., I believe. Correct. And this whole uh, horror story now with the U.N. uh, funding, the sighting on the side of the Hamas, uh, in my opinion, what does the U.N. stand for?
0: United Nations, sir. No, it stands for unnecessary. Hmm. Well, some would want to de- defund it. Uh, I actually am happy about the expansion of NATO, and I believe Sweden, with the blessing of Turkey, is going to join NATO. Uh, pardon me, is it NATO or the United? No, I guess no, it's, they're it's, joining NATO, yeah, yeah. so I'm conflating two things. I'm sorry. But the United Nations, man, it's should should no one call out the Israelis, and it was something less than a condemnation and a call for a full ceasefire – but shouldn't someone be there when there's a war going on in the world to say, hey, you know, you're crossing lines there. These are war crimes. We don't care how badly this, this act of Hamas terrorists was. You still can't go crashing hospitals and killing women and children in retribution. Shouldn't there be some authority from somewhere outside? Or is it whoever's got the biggest gun gets to decide what's right and wrong in the world, sir?
6: They ought to take the U.N. building and put it like a barge and float it out to Atlantic and blow it up
1: oh, okay, but hmm. then what mark then what then we have say we have you know issues in the world obviously there's uh, uh you know well, confrontation between then countries how are, how are those handled in your opinion then
6: then we don't have to
1: fund them anymore okay, but we still so, we still
6: there's no body then to address
1: the challenges then Mark
6: like I said u n stands for
0: unnecessary. Good day. Oh
1: by <laughs> I mean, okay, man. You
0: said good day, uh, sir. Sorry we <laughs> moved on. We're <laughs> heading towards a break. Folks, we are the devil's advocates. Um You know, I bet you Putin and Russia would have still invaded Ukraine whether or not the United Nations existed. I I bet these aggressive intended countries I I I bet, you know, They would blow through the stop sign if there was no stop sign. Hell, they do it now. Come back. More Devils Advocates can't blow through the stop sign. 844-967-2789. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself.
2: The Devils Advocates. Political commentary from the back of the class.
1: devil's advocates radio show happy friday to us all airing of the grievances going back to the lines eight nine holly from seattle washington welcome holly what do you got today
4: uh what i got there i was just listening and i just wanted to say yes haley is a fascist she will strip women of the rights to health care and the right to privacy with your doctor. She's for a national abortion ban, and that makes her a fascist. Nothing has made me more angry as a woman, and I I have a lot of friends that feel the same way, that this row has been overturned. And um, I almost have a little glimmer of hope that hopefully all the states can get this in their constitutions, the right to abortion, uh, before the you know, it gets overturned again with the court or something, and then it's open to, I don't know how it's going to be handled, but I'm i am really livid to even say that, well, you know, Haley's a little less, you know, not not as bad as Trump, so we can deal with her. No, she's a fascist Nazi, as far as I'm concerned. She doesn't believe in my rights over my body or my daughter's or rape victims or children or any of that, so i'm
0: sorry i got a little bit worked up there no that's okay it's it's friday airing of the grievances
1: and 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 i I totally get that and and but i'm gonna i want to get your your thoughts on it and it's easy you know also these are policies well it's easy for me i'm a man i don't this is not a policy that impacts me directly but certainly my wife and my daughter uh you know other women yeah point well taken do you are you concerned that if someone like nikki haley got into office that she would Stop the peaceful transfer of power to an incoming administration.
4: I don't know. She basically, up until a few days ago, she's been lockstep with Trump. So, yeah, she wants to get elected. She's changing. I mean, she lies like all of them, like all the Republicans. I I don't know. She might. I I can't. Were trust you,
0: her. Holly? It how about it. when Mitt when Mitt Romney was the candidate in twelve? Did. Did you have the same fears, or was the fear instilled by the overturning no. of Roe v. Wade and the Dobbs decision?
4: No, I had didn't. I didn't like. I didn't vote for Mitt, and I I didn't didn't like that. But I had no fear that he wasn't American. I mean, yeah, he's for capitalism and making a lot of money, but he wouldn't. He, he wasn't a fascist, and he's not now.
1: Yes, ma'am. So, you, yeah, all right, Holly. Appreciate it. Don't Thank don't you think. for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well-spoken.
0: Good passion. Bringing a hot take this Friday afternoon. I I have to appreciate it through the perspective and the prism that she just cast it through. And if Haley is going to reduce further uh, and perhaps, you know, champion a national abortion ban, and, you know, there's plenty of willing co-conspirators. Mike Johnson, he'd be down. You know... There are plenty of senate republicans that would be down so if they have sufficient numbers not only would they not codify roe v wade they'd go a step further and ban abortion over the will of so many of the women in this nation uh
1: yeah good point well, and that's why the democrats uh, and specifically what vp uh, uh kamala harris was in wisconsin addressing that specifically this week holly uh, very important issue, obviously, for you and for many people in this country, uh, especially on the Democratic side, less so from what I'm seeing on the Republican side. Uh, but this will be this will be an issue uh, still in this election cycle. Thank you for the call. Let's keep going. Beth from Valparaiso. Welcome. What do you got, Beth? Hey, Beth.
3: Hi there, guys. How are you?
1: Hey, good, good. uh
3: Yeah. You know what? If you're a modern Republican since 1980 and you think paying, not paying someone who works really long hours a living wage and ruining their union and not taking climate change seriously and all the other things, if you think that's okay? then you're kind of on your way to fascism anyway, aren't you? And, you know, here's how the Democrat commercials ought to sound, in my opinion. Okay, we've got to talk about what Joe did, but we also got to say there's only one party because I think Nikki Haley's going to be the nominee. I don't think I think Trump's on it. The sun's beginning to set on Donald Trump, I believe, partly because of his cognitive problems. But but here's what I think they should sound like. I think they should say, "Only one party is trying to protect your right to vote, the Democrats. Only one party is trying to protect reproductive freedom for women, the Democrats. Only one party is trying to protect the Constitution and the rule of law, the Democrats. Only one party is trying to protect human rights for everybody, all citizens of this country, the Democrats. And only one party cares about." building infrastructure and creating American jobs, the Democrats. Only one party cares about climate change and getting our youth out from under their debts, the Democrats. So stop voting Republican. You're not picking a favorite superhero. You're picking a party with a platform and an agenda. And the billionaires could snap their jaws shut on us this election if we don't stick together and just get the Democrats in office. I think the Biden administration has done a terrific job and we got to be proud about it, and just you know, we got to stop them and watch out for Nikki Haley. She's a snake in the grass.
0: Beth, you're doing an excellent job advocating on behalf of Biden here on the on the radio program. You, we appreciate that. Do uh, you tell people you know at work, at the bar, at church, wherever it is you socialize and and hang out with people? Are you having these very earnest conversations with with strangers or or acquaintances? Are you trying to move the needle voter by voter? As I know, Dom and I often do at the bar.
3: Yes, I'd love to go to the bar with you guys sometime and talk about these issues. <laughs> I have a good friend in Milwaukee, so maybe one day when you guys are doing a bar night, I'll surprise you in Wisconsin. All West. right, that'd be great. Um, Come on down to you, the Roman Coin. Uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, if you had jokes, you can make Hoosier jokes all you want because believe me. You right. can them. Uh but, um, no, I do talk to people about this, and I was raised by Republicans, and the first person I voted for was Ronald Reagan because I didn't know any better. And, you know, <laughs> I came to open my eyes, and what I try to tell people, what shocks me and upsets me is all the, you know, these young people that are calling uh, Joe Biden genocide Joes, they're probably not going to vote for him. I know when I was young and passionate yeah. about a particular politician, I wasn't going to change my mind. And what also shocks me is some of my friends who are way on our side of the fence, who are like, yeah, but I hate Biden. And I'm like, why well, are you watching too much TV? Or like, what's your problem? You know, because the Beth media is, is out making a race, you know.
0: Do you think he's going to have to reject the the close association with Netanyahu? I mean, I think Joe's a little yeah. too close to the Israeli leader, and he's corrupt, and I think... You know, this could be a tail wagging the dog circumstance in some degree. And I don't like wading into foreign policy. And I wish Biden didn't feel it so necessary. Uh, we know you supported the Israeli people, but do we have to arm them up like this?
3: I, I totally agree. I think he needs to take a really strong stand about saying, look, we're at a point where we're developing, we're having meetings about how, you know, what what would happen if we take away their military aid. Here's another question. They
0: have- Sorry you're not getting it in this hour. We gotta sneak off. We're coming back with the debate. Taylor Swift AI porn. Dom's for it. What? <laughs> Come on.